Welcome to another edition of Pod Jerky. I'm your host, Tom. And on today's episode, we're going to join in progress. One of the shows that we did from our PodBcom live convention, virtual podcast convention, where we had a special guest on Adam Bush. Adam's been on our show before, and he was gracious enough to join us on our podcast convention live. So we're going to play a clip from the podcast convention so that you get to hear uh, what he had to talk about. Has some really interesting stuff to talk about. Talks about professionalism, a story about J.K. Simmons that was really good. Uh, We were also joined by Sarah from Blackbird and Advocacy Podcast, Ian from Best Film Ever Podcast, and Trish the Dish from Gen X Voice Podcast. So without further ado, have a listen. I just, yeah. I, we were thanking so many people in the beginning um, of this that, you know, we totally forgot to actually thank the mods. So <laughs> yes, thank you yes, to our team. Literally, this could not be done without our team. Trish, John, Ian, Rosa, literally could not do any of this without John. you guys. Did we say John? Did we I miss John? John? I said John. Okay. I think John was my second, second person. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I said John. John, tell me if I didn't say you but I'm saying his name about a thousand times now. So if you don't remember John, then you're not paying attention. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to the amazing moderators of this group and of this convention. Because again, (laughs) John, John, John. Because literally um, we had mentioned in uh, one of our opening uh, segments that we we lost two of our admin team members just before the convention. So to have to pick all of that up is just, we we did not expect the mods to do as much as they did. And it's not their jobs to do as much as they did. So we are just like, I, I can't say thank you enough. Yeah, oh. it, it, they basically... Just basically, hi Trish, basically the moderator's job is to help out with the moderating of the times uh, during the convention, right? Um, just to make sure that the shows go on live. Uh, the mods all went above and beyond that, had their own panels, uh, moderated times, uh, did some behind the work uh, scenes work with us. Uh, so it was great. John, Ian, uh, guys, jump on if you are free. Rosa, uh, haven't seen Rosa yet. So if you are here, jump on with us so we can all say thank you to you as well for helping out during the whole convention. I would also like to just, I'm going to post this comment from Tony. And this was, this is one of the reasons why we want to do this convention and bring you all together because this is exactly what this is for. I met John from podcast to podcast the following day after he was on and he is God willing going to partner up and help me launch another podcast for our family business. It's exactly what this is meant for. Exactly what it is. So thank you, John. Thank you, Tony. That's what we want to do. We want to build a community. We want to network with each other and and teach each other, learn from each other, mentor each other, be a family as best as we can via the internet. And don't think for one second that we're the be all end all and know all of the group. There's always ways that we are able to improve (laughs) and there's going to be people out there like when these, uh, when, when uh, Trish and Ian and John and, and, and Rosa all became moderators, uh, they had different things and talents that we didn't have. Like John, my God is amazing with video. Um, and he helps our creative video stuff. Right. So, I mean, you know, everybody has their talent that they're able to and and uh ian has like 
my God, the, the, the radio voice that you could listen to all day long. Um, and, and, and I want to just put him on promos all day long. I mean, it's just, you could just listen to Ian talk. I mean, his, his students, like I, I enjoy the podcast so much listening to their show. So and Tom, his students uh, probably do so. Oh yeah. Our, uh, our special guest, well, Ian just arrived. So I'm gonna pop Ian in. Listen to that our wonderful stuff. voice. Yeah. <laughs> our special guest has also arrived. So awesome. um, wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Everyone's everyone's coming on now. Six six thirty is the hot time. So um, I, I'm going to welcome our special guest, actor Adam Bush, who has Yay. now become a family member in the Podvcom family. So. Thank and you inaugural champion of the the, the oh, yeah. uh, Traver, uh, uh, true crime scavenger hunt. Yes. So thank you again, Adam, for being here and um, for gracing us with your presence and and your insights. Because I always in, I love talking to you. You're always you're so insightful. Like everything you have to say, I'm always like, that's really smart. <laughs> so I appreciate you and your voice and and just your your presence in general. So thank you again for being here. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Can you hear me okay? We can. Yeah. Great. I appreciate the hard work that you guys put into everything you do. And the Yiddish have a word for it. They call it uh, mishbucha. And that means we're family. Oh, there you go. Love Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, so I, before before I, you know, I, I, I kind of told Adam a little bit about what I was going to ask him. But before I get into my little piece, does anybody have any any extra questions for Adam? I do. Oh, <laughs> we have a, a one question um, during the true crime scavenger hunt. Uh, do you remember who was on there? I do remember who was on there. Okay, who was on there? Um, I don't remember their name, but I remember <laughs> um, the actor from Two Broke Girls. There we go. Okay, we wanted to make sure. <laughs> the, the podcast, um, mystery podcast, female on the right, and then Sarah and another podcaster. Podjerky's wife. Podjerky's wife. wife. Yes, your wife. Yes, yes, yes. Because they had the same Podjerky logo. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, we wanted to make sure because Matthew was like, I don't know if Adam knew who I was. And we were like, I maybe I think he did. Um, so we were like, no, no, he knew. He knew. So we wanted to make sure that you knew. And oh, I was just playing it cool. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I was very excited. Yeah. We were we were excited to have both of you on because you were for for the the scavenger hunt. Um, you you and Matthew both were like last minute because we had everybody set and then we had a bunch of people pull out unfortunately right before. Um, so we we just like quickly messaged you and Matthew and thankfully you both said yes and that was just such a blast to have you on. <laughs> I mean we had so much fun. And um, the viewers are still talking about it. Like we're oh, really? constantly still getting messages that they just had such a fun time watching everything and and just continue to laugh every time they think about the, the hands down. It, it was I was watching by myself laughing hysterically like over and over again. I, I have a question about that for Adam, though. Did you have all the items that you thought maybe asked about around you because we're all wondering <laughs> i put no thought into it but i will wow. admit i will admit that it was um surprisingly revealing about the participant <laughs> this game that you chose it felt like a normal charades kind of but it actually said a lot more than i think any proper interview would <laughs> just who has these things at the ready who knows 
where they are and who in a pinch can find them. It was very We were sitting there going, how does he have bleach at the ready? Like it was like (laughs) right there. Like he had it so quickly. I mean, it's under the sink. That's where it is for everybody, right? I mean, it was almost like you were just in one room and you just have everything in one room because you like you didn't seem to have to go very far to get any. Of no, the I had to go upstairs to get the uh, wire cutters and to get the rope. <laughs> really? You were yeah. quick. You were yeah, fast. I had to run around. <laughs> Well, yeah, because Tom's wife had to go upstairs for a few things. And, yeah. and like, we just thought you were like, yeah, <laughs> here it is. But I was, as soon as you were saying, no, no, no. As soon as I, I remember going like this, and as soon as you announced what it was, it was Olympic. I would just shove the head of the yeah. As soon as I thought I knew what it was. But Adam I mean, was gone before the, the newspaper was I even read. True, true. Yeah, the newspaper probably was an easy thing. But yeah, exactly, Tom. Like, y- you were just gone. Like, as soon as I said, like, one word, you, like, knew, and you were just out of there. You you were fantastic. So <laughs> out, of all of the guests that, out of all the guests that you made me name, who, who would you want to help you hide a body? <coughs> Uh, you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it says about me. Obviously now. Now now we will. Yeah. Yeah, we may have thought otherwise beforehand because we didn't really know how everyone was going to play. I, I, I was banking on Amy, to be honest with you, because I know how much she loves um, watching true crime documentaries. And, and, you know, Tom and I are always talking about, like, all the new things that they just watched. Um, so I was banking on Amy, but... Definitely you now. <laughs> Our Netflix history is riddled with uh, true crime serial killer stuff. So yeah. uh, people would think we're nuts if they saw our history. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to tell you um, the things that I had to Google the other day for um, for a, a homework assignment. I literally had to Google the lethal dose of a lot of different chemicals. So if the FBI is watching, I'm definitely on their list. She's in school. She's in school. It's I am, okay. I, I'm <laughs> studying this. Um, for a degree, not just for my own pleasure. Um, all right. So, Ian, do you have any questions before I? Uh... Not particularly. I think I'm all right. But thank you for okay. throwing to me. I'm just, yeah. I, 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 unfortunately, due to the time difference, I missed the scavenger hunt. So I think I have to oh, go back and watch this yeah. and see everything I missed missed out. And it was a great deal of fun. But I think it was some ridiculous time o'clock when it went when it went on for me over here in the it UK. Was, so yeah. yeah. It would yeah. have been almost one in the morning. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I you know, found out today my my uh, my time zone math wasn't as good as I thought it was previously. So, yeah, um, Ian's over in the UK, and for some reason they don't change daylight savings when we do. Um, so they're like a week or two behind us. So it's it's a very it's a weird system. And right. every year, Ian, you have your Mother's Day on a different day, and it just really freaks me out. <laughs> in the UK, we do. I think it's because the spring hits earlier in the UK than it does traditionally in those sort of northeastern US, probably when when these sort of decisions were, were being made. So the whole iconography or symbolism of spring and Mother's Day gets thrown awry. <laughs> And where are you based out of specifically? Oh, I'm in Norfolk here in the UK. It's about an hour and 15 minutes northeast of London on the most direct train. But originally from? Originally, uh, originally Montreal, Quebec, Canada. But uh, yes, <laughs> but but most of my time in Ontario, Canada, not that far from Tom. So at some point when this is all over, I will get home and we'll have to do a meetup. Yep, definitely. Awesome. Um, I do want to throw in Hermes um, comment saying now now adam is the flash so he's not really sure where to go with this <laughs> <laughs> um all right so 
I have a uh, a question for for Adam. Um, we have had a lot of uh, mishaps throughout this convention. A lot of people who no showed. Um, a lot of people who told us they essentially forgot they were even doing a convention. Um, so it was almost like we were an afterthought for some people. How in your industry, because it seems a lot of times you have to continue to possibly work with the same people or you bump into the same people a lot. How in your industry do you deal with working with somebody who is unprofessional? An example of unprofessional would be not showing up or making promises they can't deliver. Right. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to work with somebody like that. And I know that's easy to say. What if they still are going to exist within the same world? Um, I would just as are, are they talented? Do you think they're talented? Because I can be unfairly forgiving of people when they have talent. And I can even be blinded sometimes to thing to accepting things that I probably shouldn't accept when it comes to being blinded by talent or age or certain things. But as long as you're in a position where you never need anything from them, you can coexist. But the second you're involved in a situation where you have to rely on them doing anything, signing something, showing up, being there on time, anything, they're going to fuck it up. Hmm. They've already revealed that to you. So you can't put yourself in that position. You can coexist. You can even work together as long as nothing you do is dependent on them doing anything at all. Because they won't. And will because we are stronger and we are capable of change, we'll believe that they are. And because they are not capable of change, they think we are also not capable of change because they don't think it's possible. They don't think that's an option. And if you claim to be capable of change or growth, they think you're lying and manipulating them and trying to fool them because that's what they would be doing if they were telling you that they were gonna change or they were gonna be there on time or somehow things were gonna be different. So I would say as long as you're protected from them letting you down and as long as you've already accepted the fact that they will let you down, should you rely on them, you can coexist in the same world. Awesome. See, I, this is why I love having you on. <laughs> um, I want to throw it back to Hermes because he said that you would just make them disappear. <laughs> um, but no, in, in all honesty, uh, I think that we all, uh, you know, I'm speaking for myself here um, and I believe I would be speaking for, for my team also, but we would definitely have to agree with that. And I think that's kind of the road that we've taken with most of them. So there have been a few that we've had to go a little bit further either away from <laughs> um, because of other circumstances. Um, but I think that that's a really um, insightful way to look at it. Yeah, I don't know if it if it's specific to your situation or to this situation, because obviously when you do need something from somebody or you're already further down that road there, it's impossible to stay protected or to guarantee there's going to be a positive outcome, right? Right. I don't know. Yeah. It yeah, but see, be. we're in a we're in a community of podcasters that you know we're independents. We're we're smaller shows. We're not the big time uh, shows. We're giving opportunity to different shows to do things and not showing up, uh, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's hard to gain that trust with them now that they've done this. I mean, we can coexist in the group. Uh, they can be part of the group, but having them back on again for another one when this happens is very hard. No, you would never want to work with them again, would you? 
I mean, I, I, mean, I guess if you have to, it's an easy lofty thing to say, you know, but it's a small community. Right. I mean, if you want to get a uh, manipulative, sometimes if there is a, a, uh, another project that that person is excited about or that you're working on, you won't want to mess up the present day one, but that's just getting in bed with someone you don't want to sleep with anyway, I guess. Right. Yeah. I'm just um, trying to solve your problem. I don't, I'm just trying to. No, help. no, <laughs> honestly, because you know, we, we've since last week, we've had to deal with a lot of this and we've had to think about how are we going to follow up with all of this kind of mayhem. Maybe you that- can call them out. Maybe you should do it right here and right now and call them out specifically and make them, you know. Well, I, d- I did one of them earlier today just <laughs> yeah. because they necessary. Really- necessary they really well, it was it was a little bit uh uncalled for they called us not a real convention they or told us show convention we they uh, were supposed to go on and a half hour before they were supposed to go on they messaged me asking me how everything was going to go down and i explained to them you know uh we had told you how to do this already whatever and they call they said well in official podcast conventions that's not how this works So I said, well, I'm sorry, what do you mean by official podcast conventions? We are an official podcast convention. And then they responded with, um, well, official podcast conventions have sponsors and announce the people before they go on. Um, You're just telling us to just go on our page and share. And that's fine. Technically, I guess that's what we're asking them to do, but that's not the the essential outcome of the convention. so I told them that, you know, they were extremely rude in, in saying that. And I called them out on our on our page. And they've since left the group. They've blocked us. They've done all sorts of things to just get out of the hot water that they've put themselves in. But um, we we I, I said to Tom, you know, I'm going to call them out because I'm really. Was this really... an actor or a podcaster? This was a podcast. A podcast. Okay. Yes. Yes. Who I guess think that they're a bi- the big time. So. Yeah, but you see, <laughs> this is why I like um, I like comics and I like musicians <laughs> because there's no level of success that a comic or a musician is going to have where they're still not at the end of the day going to respect comedians and comedy and music. And I mean, before this quarantine, you could go to the back of a Chinese restaurant in Hollywood that sat 12 people and see like the best comics that live in LA one after the other, because they love comedy and they're always working. And if this podcaster was a conversationalist or something other than a personality, they might just like any musician jump at any opportunity to work on their craft and to mix it up with people that do what they do on any level and if not learn, teach and bring everyone together. And I mean, I get it as an actor. There's lots of times where you're asked to get into situations where you just won't have control of it. And if you get in a situation where you end up looking or feeling foolish once, you're now guarded and very protective of it. And it happens on a set too. You know, a director asks you to do something you don't want to do. You have to say no, because if you do it, that's the one they're going to use. Right. And you have to get into a position where you're like, I'm not comfortable. No, I can't just give you that one because, and it's a push and pull. And I think people get unnecessarily guarded and protective over those kind of things when it's not always necessary. I do get where they're coming from, but you got to treat people with respect, right? I, I try to, I think we all do. Uh, yeah. And that's the way it should be. I mean, it could have been handled a lot differently. 
uh, could have been said uh, in different words uh, to us and just say, you know what, we've just had a change of mind and we're just going to back out and it would have been fine. Whatever you're going to leave. They're going to leave the group anyways on their own. Uh, didn't have to turn it into something like that. Right. Yeah. It didn't have to burn a bridge. I mean, just that's the other thing too. I mean, I, I wanted to ask you, Adam, like, have you ever had um, an event or a convention or something that, you know, last minute you just couldn't attend? And, and if so, like, how did you, what, what would be a professional way? I can't believe I'm asking because we're all adults here, but <laughs> what would be a professional way to like, how, how would you have done that professionally? And this is keeping mind I was a half hour late to this. <laughs> <laughs> different, different. You're, it is. Like you, jumped, you jumped in last that. minute. You jumped in last minute for a yeah. scavenger hunt. Yeah. Like, and you're late to the scavenger fine. hunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you, we didn't no. expect you at that, though. No, no, no. You're, you're safe. You're safe. I mean, th- I just let you know the second I knew if I couldn't make it or the second I believed I couldn't do it or the second I changed my mind, I would reach out. I, there were moments, um, I think with you, Sarah, I was like, wait, is this video or audio? Or Tom, mm-hmm. is this video or audio? Oh, okay. I, I want to do it, but I look like hell today. Can we do audio? Yeah, we can do audio. Okay. <laughs> can we not, can we just do video with no audio? Yes. Okay. We'll just look at you. Okay. <laughs> like, we'll just talk about it and figure it out. And if I have to reschedule, I'll reschedule. If I don't like it, we won't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so you wouldn't wait for the, the people to reach out to you. <laughs> And be like, hey, haven't heard from you in a couple weeks since the last time that I checked in to see if you were going to do the thing. And then and then be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not doing this. I mean, have you ever done that before? There are a lot of agents that work in entertainment. And I've found that um, it really doesn't matter whether they're with a successful or known agency or group or not. Really what matters is if they're excited about you and hungry for you and what you do and willing to work for you. And I like to apply that to everything. Cause I think um, if this person really wants to do it, yeah, you could check up on them. Sometimes people need a little handholding or they need a little push, but like work with the people that want to work with you. Right. Right. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. You shouldn't have to chase after people to do something that is to benefit them. No. And sometimes I, I want to, I need a little push sometimes. I will say that. And sometimes I have asked actors if they want to do something and I don't hear back and I ask again and I don't hear back and I get the message. Like um, if I can, you know, cause they're my friend or I know them, I can make them feel obligated to respond to me and force them to, but like, I get it. Can you force James, James Leisure to, to I'm get working back on to it. You. I'm working on it. I asked him, I reached out. He said, great. Send me the podcast. I sent him the podcast. I haven't heard back. Now he's not good at technology it scares him he doesn't have an iphone he still has a blackberry and it's just not his thing i i um he wanted the music once from a youtube clip he just wanted the music and i i ripped it for him and he thought i was a wizard (laughs) (laughs) how did you do that love it (laughs) i don't know if he knows how to listen to a podcast (laughs) i'm not gonna push him about it i'm not gonna know of course not of course not you know no. But I think it's one thing to, to reach out to someone to ask them to do something and another thing entirely for someone to be like, hey, I'm going to do the thing with you. And then you and then you have to keep reaching out to them to be like, are are you are you sure? Are you can I can I get a confirmation? We're two weeks out. Like, are you sure you're doing this? I don't know. It's tough. 
getting confirmations from actor types is really tough because everything changes every second all the time. And it makes you a very flighty, unstable, unable to commit person. It does. And it has its negative effects. And that's probably one of them because, yeah, I can unless I get this thing that I just sent this tape in for today that I'm really thinking I would and I heard I would, but I don't know and I don't want to say yes and then have to cancel and let people down. But then I also don't want to say no and ruin this opportunity. So I'm just waiting. And now it's been another week. And now you're asking me and now I don't know whether to respond. And I'm an asshole because I didn't respond the first time. And now it's the second time. And I don't know. It's, you know, you got to put yourself in their shoes. It's not behavior that I necessarily um, would like to appropriate, but sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> sometimes it's really hard. And sometimes it's the person that's just cool with it, that it'll work out. It'll, it'll happen for a reason. You know, there's stuff I yeah. couldn't work out time-wise that I feel really bad about or stuff I should have put more of an effort into that I didn't know. You know, um, it's funny. J.K. Simmons, you guys know that actor? He said something to me that um, stuck with me. He said, when he made, um, he, he turned to me and it was James was there and a couple other actors and he was like, you all do like one or two indie movies a year, right? We're like, yeah, sure. We all do a couple of these a year that you know, slow budget, whatever. He's like, I did uh, three movies the year I did Whiplash and he named them and he was like, of those three, I did not think the one about the jazz drummer was going to be the one that was going to change my career. Like, you never know. I didn't know while filming it. I assumed this other one about this father and son where the father's dying and they bond over the music of the Grateful Dead. And it had all the Grateful Dead's publishing behind it and they can use all the songs and it had this huge Sundance premiere where the Grateful Dead came and all this media. He's like, he's like I thought that was the one. I assumed that was the one that was just going to melt hearts and be a big hit. But no, it was the one about the jazz drummer that changed my life. You never know. And I think what he's saying is you never know. So why don't we treat people accordingly? Why don't we all and treat the project accordingly and give it the respect it deserves? Because not only do you never know, it's almost as a rule, not the thing you think it's going to be. When you're like, oh, this project is the thing, it's, it's almost, it's never going to happen. It's almost always the one where you're like, is this even a thing? Like, this isn't even a song that I wrote. I don't know what this is. And that's the hit. That's the, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. No, but I, I agree with uh, what you just said there. Um, th there's been stuff in this convention group as well, where we're saying like, you know, is this, you know, where's this going to go? And you'll have people question that and you never know at the end of the day, are we going to grow to something much, much bigger than we are right now? Uh, or is it going to be just a flash in the pan? Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Well, I, I will add this and maybe this will um, in, in defense of the deviant because um, society needs the deviant to show you when you've gone too far and, and, and when it's all gone wrong. Um, I had worked with JK Simmons in my early twenties when he was also much younger and he was such an asshole. He was such an asshole. And specifically to me, like I never forgot it. He was just a dick. And I'm the kind of person who doesn't really mind, especially if you're talented. I really, I never put it against him. I really didn't care. It was just, that's a grumpy guy. Like that's an unhappy guy is what I took from it. And then you, a decade later, we were working on a show together and he came in and he was very friendly. And the director of the project turned to me and he said, you know, I work with J.K. Simmons like 15 years ago and he was such an asshole. Do you think I should tell him? And I was like, I had the same experience with him 15 years ago. And no, nah, let's not tell him. He's like, okay, we won't tell him. And that was it. And it was like, he couldn't have been friendlier, couldn't have been nicer. Sometimes people are just going through some shit, 
you know? And he was just as talented then as he was now. He was much nicer this time. But we're all on this journey. I didn't think bad about him then. I don't think bad about him now. It was nice to know it wasn't just me. And we're all working together. I think that's the perfect thing to end on. <laughs> this has been Hollywood Fun Time Story. Right? <laughs> No, next, let I me mean, tell you about going to the Copa with Desi Arnaz. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Just th- this is why we enjoy having having other industries also on because you really give a lot of insight into the fact that a lot of this happens across industries, across different fields. And, you know, we're all we're all kind of in the same boat, especially when it comes to people like us. We're all you know, we're all creatives. We're all um, artists in in different ways. So I think that it's just um, it's just such a wonderful thing to be able to have different perspectives from different places that all really just meld together. So thank you so much, Adam. We, we truly appreciate having you on every single time. It's my pleasure. I love talking to you guys, and I really appreciate all the hard work you guys do and how specific you are about your work and uh, all the effort that it takes to keep doing stuff like this and to make it look so good and to um, mine this content for the stuff that brings us all closer together. Oh, thank you. It means so much. And and again, like how cool to, to see that you um, are the person we can call to hide a dead body. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anytime. Necessary. I might be a little late, but I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the, next, I love, the fact that you would come is the best. <laughs> the, the next time you're back on Long Island, you have to call me because I might need some assistance. So I'm just yeah, we that seen, out there. We haven't seen Dan, even though you know, oh, yeah. because he's he, in the background. I claim he's sitting over there, but we really don't know. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. It's been really great talking yeah, to you. Have we a great appreciate convention. it. Yeah, we appreciate it very much, Adam. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Adam. You. Bye, Adam. So, uh, we are a little bit past our time, which is fine. Um, but we still have Ian and Trish on right now. If we want to talk to them for a few minutes, we're going to take a 15 minute break, uh, after that. And then we'll come back on with some of the announcements that we're going to make. Um, Adam was a little bit late to the party, but again, always a pleasure to talk to him. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, he was, he's always fun to talk to. Uh, I think this is his third show that he's been on for the conventions yeah this would be number three uh so uh that's just fantastic loved uh having him on here it was great uh what do you guys think insight i think someone says is said in the in, in the comments right here just 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 insight and and the insight of more of in a moment but the idea of i mean that last story about jk simmons and the story of a decade a decade and a half and we we catch each other hopefully in snapshots in time and hopefully we catch ourselves in good moments and good snapshots and hopefully what people take away from a podcast convention such as this is with, with all, amongst all the struggles and the hardships and the negative s- sort of reports uh, hopefully we have some snapshots of some of, of some positives a connection that we made someone who we discovered all, all all these things and and really more than anything the hope is what I'm taking away from this is the three or four or five new connections I got to make the people I got to see the podcasts I got to discover and if that's not the purpose of all of this then I don't really know what is because connections more than just comments on a on a 
thread as we run a video. Connection is starting to make actual real uh, engagement with each other as human beings, as, as people who are trying to create something. We're all using a similar medium to go to different places, and this is like the kind of podcasting train station where we all end up in the middle and see where each other is headed. And um, it was cool to get to know some people headed similar places, different places. But as always, it's just about snapshots and moments and going, hey, that that's a win. Yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely how we all ended up uh, doing this together as well and becoming part of a team is we engage with each other. We were able to make those connections. Uh, we were able to uh, tune into each other's podcasts and you know make comments, not just the comments, but actually have real engagement and real conversations. And that's how you start with building the uh, the, the relationships with people in this group. And it, it's been nothing but a pleasure for myself and probably for all you guys as well uh, to be able to meet all of these people. Really quickly, I just want to throw in this uh, Facebook user. I I'm, I want to say it's Amy because I know that she has a tendency to not put herself in. <laughs> she is. She does. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I, I'm going to assume this is Amy. If it's not, forgive me. But um, Ian should record bed bedtime stories. His voice is so soothing. I agree. Trish agrees. <laughs> I, I need that in my life, Ian. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's why my students fall asleep in lesson occasionally. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they don't they don't they just fit yeah. the moment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just want to say thank you to everybody again all all of the live shows that went on all the pre-recorded that were sent in uh that allowed us to run this whole convention this weekend we want to say thank you to all uh the team members uh the moderators sarah thank you for all that you did this convention thank you uh ian trish john rosa uh, am I missing anybody? Got everybody. Tom, Tom, we also we're really wanna, for Tom. <laughs> we also want to say thank you to Carlton, one of the guys that had left. Uh, he uh, reached out to us today as well. Uh, he said hopefully he'll be back um, in the future. Uh, so shout out to Carlton as well. So thank you everybody for making this convention uh, successful, uh, making it run right through the entire two weekends. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you guys. So thank you. That was our live stream from the PodVCom podcast virtual convention. Uh, what an amazing time we had that weekend. And uh, we really appreciated Adam coming on again and speaking with us. And it was just a fun time. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find Sarah on Instagram at Blackbird Advocacy. You can find Ian on Instagram at Best Film Ever Pod. You can find Trish on Instagram at Gen X Voice. And of course, you can find Pod Jerky at Pod Jerky on Instagram, Twitter, and you can find us wherever podcasts can be found. Please go subscribe and tune in to our future episodes and have a listen to our previous episodes as well. I'm sure there's something that you'll find there that you'll like. As always, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you later. <laughs> Jerky.